Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. And if you just read you, this is a test transmission. It opens a new and, I think, exciting chapter in the story of radio. This is going to be a service to provide a tremendous amount of information and satisfy a lot of different interests. I was always itching to shake it during a program. In the air, on the river and underground. We hope very much that uh, Derek can hear us. Can you hear us? From Resonance 104.4 FM and Social Broadcast, this is the Transmitter Radio Hour from xmtr.fm, a new space dedicated to sonic storytelling, original sounds, new voices and archived treasures from radio broadcasts, podcasts and sound art across the globe. I'm Lucia Scazzocchio and I've been scanning the digital soundscape to cut through the noise. The next hour is dedicated to the sound collecting and making project Cities and Memory, where artists are invited to remix the world one sound at a time. Every location on the Cities and Memories sound map features two sounds, the original field recording of the place and a reimagined sound that presents that place and time as somewhere else, somewhere new. There are over 5,000 sounds featured on this sound map, spread over more than 100 countries and territories. We'll be visiting a small selection, and keeping with the concept, you'll hear the original field recording of a place, followed by a reimagined piece. If you go directly south from Kalura in the Azores, you probably wouldn't hit land until Antarctica. Starting out from the jetty at the end of the harbour in Kalura, looking at the horizon, the sense of the infinite becomes overwhelming. Duet for Breaking Waves and the Horizon by Citizen Memory reimagines the waves in Kalura. This piece is a duet between the waves of San Miguel Island and the infinite distant beyond.
next to a closer to home in Oxford, England. It's lockdown and there's a thunderstorm raging outside. Lockdown thunderstorm in Oxford, reimagined by Cities and Memory, is part of the hashtag Stay Home Sounds project, documenting and reimagining the sounds of the global coronavirus lockdown around the world.
This is Chow Chen Men Dok Chongqing in southwest China, recorded by Ian MacArthur. And here we have Chongqing Docks reimagined by Andy McDade.
Bellevue Station, recorded by Christina Eschenko as she walked home from a rehearsal and was struck by the sounds of the bells and the trains. The loneliness of the late night station by Cities and Memory is a reflection on how it feels to pass through a transient place, alone at night.
More Bells at the Carlo Scarpa, designed by Tomba Bryan in Antivolle, Italy, a small chapel with a dense grove of cypress trees. It's Not a Wave, It's a River by Christina Maras is a reflection on what has been lost when normal life is on hold. Of course you pretend that it's nothing at first. Trying to keep on living your life as if it were nothing. Some distant news coming from a distant country. Nothing like this could ever happen here. And when it gets closer and when you feel it approaching and when it's here and you all know it and the fear becomes a new way of life and you're not allowed to touch and you're not allowed to hug and we all wear a mask and we all sanitize and we all check and control and restrict our social distancing but I don't want this distancing to be called social can we call it physical? And when the first wave, and the second wave, and the third wave, and you realize that it's not a wave at all, but it's now a river, and that it's here to stay, and your elderly mom, and your friends, and your life, and your world. The thought of taking a plane makes me cry with nostalgia. Still in Italy, this is a rare recording from the away end at the Serie B football match in 2019. The studio per Luigi Penzo in Venice is unlike any other in the world, as the away fans arrive via Vaporetto water taxi across Venice. Reimagined by Devalden.
cascare a pila. No, non mi cascare a Grande Lello!
Across the pond to Brooklyn, New York, this is part of the Future Cities project, exploring how the sounds of our cities are changing and what that means to us. Standing between Brooklyn and Manhattan bridges, you can hear waves lapping, trains and cars passing over the bridges on both sides, helicopters passing overhead, and the sounds of tourists gathering to take selfies. Echoes by Bill Stevens begins with the poem Echoes by Australian poet-musician Neil Morris. A moment to reflect on what the ancestors resurrect. But true spirit never left, echoes in each footstep. See, the good slept on the sides of stars were songs written, bounded in creeks, rivers, sandhills, oceans to sacred mountains. But in night times, we may be closing in on end times. If we don't step closer, step closer. Step into listening to the echoes in each step of stories that might not be told aloud to the ears of some, needing to be heard by the ears of some, needing to be heard by the ears songs sung beneath echoes in each footstep. See the way the sun glows from sacred physical forms, speaks all the things intended to be known as we carry on, as we carry on to shift fixtures away from lies, lies that have all destined to wilter in a toxic pyre before too long. Yes, we carry on. But yet they've tried to inform the people of untruths that they want us to conform to. But our ancestors' blessings, we've forever been adorned within, spirit of my people, from the first to the last born within. See, the first shall be the last, because the dream it live on. True spirit never left, echoes in each footstep. As the dream it live on, in moments where we reflect on what the ancestors resurrect, but true spirit never left, echoes in each footstep.
Okay, let's leave New York and tune in to the Shortwave Transmission Project, documenting and reimagining the sounds of shortwave radio. This is a recording of a story, Alphonse and the Magic Christmas Tree, which featured on HCJB's DX Party Line, hosted by Clayton Howard. And it was recorded by Paul Roden, courtesy of the Shortwave Radio Archive. Since we're coming to the Christmas season, I thought I'd read a little story here, or a little, you might call it a, a fairy tale or something of that sort, to do with the Christmas spirit. It's called Alphonse and the Magic Christmas Tree. And this is from the December Bulletin of Friendex, published by the North American Shortwave Association. And the address of this club is Post Office Box 8452, South Charleston, West Virginia. 25303 in the United States. And this is one of a series that NASWA carries in their bulletins called Loudenboomer Presents. And this is the story of Alphonse and the Magic Christmas Tree. A crystal clear starry night looking down upon snow-covered landscape. Carolers making their neighborhood rounds. Everything was just as it should have been on that fateful Christmas Eve. Alphonse Humble, his wife and children had, as was the custom in their family, waited until that night to decorate their Christmas tree. As they put the final touches on the perfectly shaped six-foot tree, turned off all but the tree lights and stepped back to admire it, they said as they said every year that it was the most beautiful tree they had ever had. Little Susie said it was so beautiful it must be a magic tree. The hour was late, and so it was time to sleep. Or hope to sleep, what with excited children anticipating an important visitor and an exciting day ahead. But Alphonse, who had discovered DXing two years previously, decided he would spend a little time tuning his receiver before retiring. Perhaps he could pick up a new Latin station broadcasting late on Christmas Eve. And so it was that Alphonse found himself in his small shack, a converted pantry just off the living room, now serving a more important purpose. The dial lights cast a Christmas-like glow around the small room as Alphonse slowly tuned across the 60-meter band. Suddenly, a faint signal where none was normally heard. A few minutes wait, and Alphonse heard a clear identification for Radio Watcho. Alphonse was delighted. He continued to tune, and in the next 45 minutes, La Voz del Chauffeur in Ecuador and Radio San Miguel in Peru popped through his headphones. Alphonse could not believe his good fortune. He decided to try 90 meters, and there, impossibly, unbelievably, was Tristan da Cunha with a Christmas special. Alphonse nearly fainted with delight. He quickly took some notes for a reception report, and then he was thunderstruck by a fantastic possibility. Making the necessary adjustments, he quickly tuned up to 6.100 and stopped. His mouth fell open. He felt dizzy. He pinched himself. But he was awake, and St. Helena was indeed there. Alphonse got no sleep that night. Christmas morning was but a blur of flying wrapping paper and a jumble of noise to him. He cared not. He had amassed a list of loggings that would be the envy of every DXer in the world. Several weeks later, the club bulletins began to arrive containing his report and numerous editorial comments because no one else had reported such fantastic catches. Days, weeks, months passed during which Alphonse was pounced upon by editors and fellow DXers everywhere for his outrageous claims. Not a day of peace was to be had. Even phone calls and a telegram bombarded the distraught fellow. Not to his everlasting good fortune, Alphonse had made a practice of always having his tape recorder going during DX sessions, so he had all these loggings on tape. And later, when he got the QSLs as well, some of the critics had paused to wonder, could these receptions have been for real? Now, the leadership of Alphonse's favorite club, being fair-minded fellows, and considering that Alphonse had developed into a stalwart supporter and reporter, whose reliability heretofore had never been open to question, decided to sponsor an investigation into the matter. To that end, the club commissioned one of the nation's most brilliant electronic engineers to try and find an answer. 
The engineer spent days interrogating Alphonse, making him go over every moment of that fateful period in his life. But the engineer could find nothing whatsoever out of the ordinary. The only thing was that in erecting his Christmas tree, Alphonse had somehow managed to get the lead-in of his antenna wrapped around the metal tree stand. The tree could have acted as some kind of very effective low-band antenna, but the engineer saw the chance singularly slight. Nor could he explain why these loggings occurred only on Christmas Eve and not during the following six days when the tree was still up. Alphonse, who somehow weathered the storm, talks little of his experience these days, but when pressed, all he'll say is, my daughter said it must be a magic tree. Maybe she was right. And as everyone knows, the magic of Christmas is pretty much gone by the end of Christmas Day. All I know is that I heard what I heard. Well, this is the story of Alphonse and the magic Christmas tree. As published in the December issue of Friendex by the North American Shortwave Association. After reading this story, I just wonder what might have happened if Alphonse, instead of having a six-foot pine tree uh, and the antenna wrapped around it, what if he had one of these modern artificial trees made of metallic material? Maybe he would have picked up even more stations than he did. Who knows? Anyway, I thought in view of the Christmas season, this was an interesting little story, and perhaps you'll enjoy it as much as I did. Kidkin was inspired by this festive theme to create their piece, War on Hugs, when family hugs were no longer allowed, not even at Christmas. That's it from me. You've been listening to the Transmitter Radio Hour from Social Broadcasts. And the works you've just heard are field recordings and audio reimaginings from the Cities and Memory Project. 
The project is always open to submissions from field recordists, sound artists, musicians, or anyone with an interest in exploring sound worldwide. Just visit citiesandmemory.com. If you want to hear more audio works by other people, both past and present, subscribe to xmtr.fm, my platform dedicated to sonic storytelling, featuring works by radio makers, podcasts and sound artists from all over. I'll be back with more audio, radio and podcast discoveries in November. But in the meantime, happy listening.